if you haven't listened to part one, two, or three, it'll uh, it's going to inform a lot of this. If you just start listening to this, even if you have listened to part one, two, and three, listening to this episode is still going to tie your brain into a beautiful birthday present bow. Do people tie ribbons on birthday gifts anymore? They were always stick-on, weren't they? Isn't that the real conspiracy? Layman Wesla. A pseudonym, of course. Concludes this four-part series by telling you things you didn't want to know about the moon landing, about Earth, about extraterrestrials, Antarctica. Yeah, it's open loops. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no anything time travel related for the project that I was on. There's no patent out there. Now, no doubt someone can get a patent, but when we were working, I didn't come up with anything. So don't think, you know, I don't have a patent, but I'm saying any work I did, they owned. There was no patent that I could go patent. Hmm. I find it unusual that I've never seen anything in the government where if you're working for the government, you can go get a patent on it. And then they use it. What about the box itself? Is there, why isn't there, I mean, they saw a helicopter in the past, but did people ever see this box land on a ley line and jot that down in history? No, see, if you, when they control, the only time I would say, you know, when when it, the ones in the United States, the ley lines in the United States are set, um, once the ley lines were determined to be real, we and think and the government was convinced that we need to protect the um, natural resources. You know, the government was tricked into creating national parks that actually coincide with the the ley lines, like the points where they meet. See what I'm saying? Where the points meet, they're in national parks or in state parks. Every one of them. Even the sub ley lines, which are like, there's another map of the United States I could get you that's pretty close to reality of the sub ley lines. Now that we've got, you know, I said the energy up to where you could make shorter jumps. It's almost like Disney World in a way, in the sense they have those underground tunnels and you never see when the character leaves to go change costume. Oh, yeah, no, no. This is, yeah, no, this, these sub ley lines can be forced you know to the surface you're not landing underneath Hmm. it's always on the surface you can't hide it yeah you can't hide but there's never been a bunch of kids playing around in a park and or is it because the area is protected you're telling me that there are areas throughout history that were i mean they wouldn't know that back in the day though if you go to the, the 1920s and you land with this giant machine uh, and their kids playing around at this park. What what are the kids going to oh, say? It doesn't land. It it pops into existence. It pops. In, okay, even weirder. <laughs> right now, remember I said when we first started communicating that at some point the pass through screen technology on those craft were, was being used, where it shows the back. You ever seen those uh, the videos on YouTube where they have they can make people disappear with the cloth and it basically it reflects what's behind like what's behind the person is being reflected to the front okay you remember me saying that i don't remember you saying that to me but i but I... oh okay well it's in the chat that i didn't do it to you directly oh you didn't see that in the is that uh, but the it sounds post. very philadelphia experiment ish i know that's not quite no what they were no using, but... this is this is tech okay you could find this out right now they have pass-through technology they're using. They're, they're use, they're, the public version of it is on military jets. They're working on that it basically films what's behind, and it projects it onto the front of the surface of the plane, of the jet, okay? So that okay. basically the jet is invisible to the naked eye. It's not, not invisible to, to radar. Um, so they had that now, back then. 
with these not with 1938 the box. no no i'm saying this would have been in 19 1950 so when this lands in a spot unless the person's standing there when the door opens and the person comes out they're never going to see it like you could run into it oh no doubt you could run into it you know what i mean because it's physically there so you yeah. could if you were a kid camping with the parents you know and run into the woods with your 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 sibling and all of a sudden you run into blank air there's no doubt that that's possible why but are they so lucky these, but now here's the thing you haven't thought of these landings you know we can control exactly the time of when it's going to land based on the calculations it's not like we can't like back even in the first versions of the jumps in 1938 they could determine if he jumps, if, if he had made it the first, and let's go at the second jump in 1938. Um, the second jump went well, it, it made it, but they, the first person they thought died, the second person, they got it under control. And the second person that jumped, they, they, when they landed, it was night. So you don't, you know, you're not going to be running through the woods in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Right, but but thirty eight was a whole different ball game than nineteen. By the nineteen by the time national parks were being, the government went hog wild and buying all these national park lands, and just taking possession like crazy, so that um, you know. And there's there's a lot now. It goes back to the tunnels. By the time the sixties seventies, these tunnels, all you have to do. Um, like if we were to go back right now, we know where all those tunnels are too. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you think about it. Once you open the can of worms, once those tunnels started being built with transportation, um, not to go too far into, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but you could land in a state park or a national park or in a spot that's a designated spot. And all you have to do is make it to, uh, a place and I don't it's not like Westworld have you ever seen that show where you know you go to a tree and you put in a code and it opens up and you jump in it and go down a ladder but it's pretty darn close to that I mean so you're telling me right now if we were to go if we go to one of these tunnels and the military let us in you believe there is time travel technology spread throughout the underground of the United States yeah, yeah, the ley line, the the artificial ley lines are there definitely. I'm saying, if 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 I had two hours, if I heard there was a comet coming in the next ten days, which I have not heard, I would grab my my wife and my my any children I have, and um, you can I guarantee if I had the code or whatever it takes to get into one of these tunnels. I'm going to be in one of those tunnels. There is no doubt in my mind that if if I could do it, I would be in there and I would be trapped. Now, mind you, these tunnels are not like stock full of people walking around and driving around. No, those days are over. That that tunnel, there are, you know, think bullet train type technology. We're not talking like they're not driving trucks through these tunnels now. I'm saying, yeah, these tunnels, you could get into one. And if you were time, like if you were time traveling right now, and you landed twenty years back, let's see, now twenty years is not far enough, but 50, 44 years back, you know, forty four at night, and you get out, and if you needed to, you know, um, if you needed to go back, and if you needed to go back, if you went back in time, and you needed to get to an emergency space. You, because I, you do that information is with you when you time travel. After a certain point, every every time traveler had, um, and mind you, an emergency kit that basically nothing on them didn't match up with the reality of that time period they were in. But the map, the map systems. Um, if if you're a time traveler, you would know. You would know where the ley lines are. And you know where the artificial ley lines that are connecting, you know where the tunnels were. You don't just take a trip back in time 
they don't tell you an hour before you go. I mean, yeah. you know, there's staff that there's people that are hooking you up with information and you have information going with you. And I won't uh, go what, into what were the point? Yeah. What, what, what were the point of these uh, missions? What what was the point of the missions then? I mean, were 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 they getting orders from this higher uh, government to go back and and mess with things? I mean, we never really unpacked. You said, you know, yeah, uh, no. uh, yeah. What what was the mission? Yeah. Um, well, there were some people that went and uh, you know it wouldn't. Ch- you know, everybody thinks if you go back and step on the flower back with the dinosaurs, that every everything changes, right? Well, it doesn't because the comets ended up killing the dinosaurs. So Mm -hmm. any changes you made, you know what I'm saying? So now if you know, let's say, oh, let's give you an example. If, uh, if John F. Kennedy, if there was information in the white house about John F. Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, that would be a case where if you sent someone back in time to recover any proof that they were messing around, it wouldn't change anything, right? Right. It would remove the proof. That's all. There would still be people that said the maid, the person in the White House would say, you know, I know I saw her here in the White House. Or So you're telling I me know. they're just cleaning up dirty stuff. Is that the main there, mission? I'm guaranteeing there's some of that going on. But for me to be privy to know, like, I will tell you this. Some time travelers were freely able to discuss and talk. It's almost like they were historians going back to experience the history, you know, some of them could freely talk about everything they did. And there were others that when they came back, it was like, they're back. Let's take them away. You know, let's go debrief them. You know, I wasn't involved in debriefing, you know, I don't know. I was going to say someone should go back and stop the burning of the, uh, Alexandria library. They could do that, but you know, have they yes i'm very aware hey it's greg bornstein host of this show if this podcast gets deleted on every single server i have backup copies open loops ain't going down like alexandria all right that said though i i am very happy with the positive response to these time travel episodes I'm just curious what you think of it. What What is it that you like about it? If you're enjoying this podcast, please let me know. Leave a couple of words, a sentence or two. Go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash open loops. Also helps get this content out there when you follow it and rate the show. Again, ratethispodcast.com forward slash open loops. They haven't, it seems. Now, is it because there's some sort of agenda? Do the do, do we think that there is a sacred? Well, yeah, it, it, this is what I find interesting. One thing you haven't really talked about is the consciousness connection, because there is a lot of that in the spirituality conspiracy field. They think, especially with the aliens, but um, they say that the big secret beyond the control and the power is that humans have power, the power of spirit within us, that we have the ability to alter consciousness, we have the ability to alter timelines with our consciousness. Um, and I, and I kind of love that you haven't gone there just because I'm going, yeah, I love technology. I love the technology piece of time travel. But at the end of the day, what do you think is true about human potential as it relates to everything you encountered? Well, you know, I'm going to answer real quick about the Library of Alexandria. How do okay, you know? They, how do <laughs> we know point. they did? How do we know they didn't send someone back just to grab the books, they, get what they wanted, and then let it burn? Because that's interesting. Why would they share information in that library with you and me? Because we're no one. The people that are in charge, that's theirs. Right. right. And who's to say they didn't go back and burn it? I don't know. Well, that, I, and that yeah. and that relates to the consciousness question. Supposedly, a lot of those books were about 
the actual history of Atlantis and and um, true gnosis. You know, the real the real purpose of spirit. Uh, that is a much more empowering message, um, which obviously elites, if they do exist out there, um, sort of deducing that they do based on what you've said so far but uh they don't want people knowing that they don't want people knowing how they can affect events in the world using their minds yeah how do they know we only use one tenth of our mind who came up with that number right right so no i think there could be now that i don't doubt that i have no I've had no connection with um, I don't know how that would come into play with time travel, uh, you know, except for the information. Yeah. If they were to go back and pull the information, but I also, you know, there's so many things that are that, you know, there may be someone out there that knows all the answers to that stuff, but they're not going to share it with you. And I, I do know that the people we think are in charge are not really in charge. Like if people think Congress is everything in the president or even one or the other or both or whatever, they're not. What about the new world order, the families, the royal bloodline? There's lines. no doubt that's how it is. The whole world is run by, I don't know if it's one family or if it's one group of families. I have no doubt that's true. There's but no then doubt you that said that doesn't even matter because there's a higher right. group watching us. There is a higher, yeah, there's a higher, um, there's a higher group that, um, you know, things could end at any moment if they wanted it to. Um, and, you know, like, like going back to who do we, who is really who they are? I'm like, it's like people going to witness protection, you know, they go into witness protection. And if you were to, have access that most of us don't have access. I don't have access to go and <clears throat> investigate people. There would be a fake paper trail. I have no doubt that the people that are in charge, they, they control the narrative and they control what people do and do not see. And I'm sure above them, uh, you know, I, I don't know if this entity above all of us uh, is, has told, you know, I, have they told these families, you know, stay in line with what we want you to do or we'll, you know, we'll punish you. But how um, do you know for sure? I mean, you said that a lot of people being part of this program made you privy to this knowledge. Is it is that something that they tell you directly or is that something that just everybody talks about so you can assume that's the way it works? Oh, this the secret. Yeah. Oh, well, um, that I mentioned that I mentioned, you know, astronauts are aware of the secret. Have, um, we, we haven't been to the moon. Is that what you're saying? Was it all staged? Well, if you know, if you want to look up, um, Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick was given the large, the camera systems he wanted free access to space you know his special effects any help he wanted on that and free access to nasa at the time and uh he definitely was paranoid you know when he died he was so paranoid he never left his home for like years because he said he literally told people that he helped fake the moon landing footage and they told him at the time it was because if the moon landing failed and everyone died, then he would, you know, then his, his footage would, they'd use his footage to, you know, to prove that we went to the moon. It was all about tricking the Russians. But what was it? The real question is the big secret. If, if the big secret is we're not living in this and on a globe, if we're living inside a contained space, and we can't really go to the moon because the moon, I mean, the moon, if, if it's within our atmosphere, we can maybe go. But if this is a confined space, then what you're looking at is they'd have to fake the footage. Um, there's no doubt that if you look into the camera, Hasselblad camera that, that went to the moon, 
how did they change out? There was no way they had their camera strapped to their front. How did they focus? Hmm. You ever notice? How did anything get focused? And when they took the film cartridges out, they took so many photographs. How many thousands of photographs? They took one photo every two seconds. They had to change out the cartridge. How often do they have to change out the cartridge for the film? It wasn't digital, remember, it was film. So the surface of the moon is what temperature? 256 degrees. How did the camera survive that? Hmm. And better, how did the film canisters come out of the cameras to switch and put a new film canister in? Even if the rolls could hold 36 or 64 or 72 pictures between, they didn't run back to the uh, landing module and get back inside and switch the, you know, the film. And they definitely didn't switch cameras. How did they take so many pictures? That's something your folks can look into. I can actually prove the moon landing situation. If you look at how many photographs they took, they're all in focus. Where are any of the blurry? Well, they're like, well, they had it set with wide angle. Well, not exactly. I mean, it was sort of wide angle, but no. every photograph is in focus. And there's literally thousands and thousands permission that went on the moon, you know? Um, yeah, it's suspicious. And if you look at the tie-in Kubrick's, Kubrick worked on The Shining, right? Mm-hmm. And funny you mentioned the mental thing. Remember The Shining is about the kid mm-hmm. being able to use the shine? And if you watch that, the carpet in the hotel in the movie looks like Cape Canaveral's launch pad and the little boy's wearing a sweater, an Apollo 11 sweater. He's the rocket. Right. If you watch the shiny, he's the, he's the rocket. I've heard, I've heard that before. There was a documentary yeah. about, uh, right. Uh, the different meanings of it, but, but okay. So no, we, we haven't been to the moon. No, we haven't been to the moon. We haven't. I mean, in conclusion, we haven't been to the moon. You believe? Also, back then, no. I mean, we might have been there after that, but I don't believe we've been to the moon in the '60s. There's no way we couldn't make it. No, no doubt. I have a feeling that we we did go to the moon. Um, and there are creatures uh, on there. Do you believe? I don't believe there are creatures on there. I do believe we have. If the moon is real, I, I have no doubt that they would have put bases on the other side. Because I know we're way ahead on technology that we act like we're not. Are there so, humans living on Mars currently? Uh, if I wouldn't doubt that. If, if, if we're not in a confined space, if what I've been told is a bunch of hoo-ha and a joke, and, we, and there really is space, then I, I believe we've, there could be ships going to Mars. Because I do know the space program, the, the Star Wars that Reagan paid for was built. Um, now whether, whether that was something else, I don't know, but it, you know, I've seen, um, through other situations, uh, ships, you know, strategic orbital assault vehicle one, which is a, a pod of nuclear weapons that those exist and they're in space now. That's a big bombshell that star Wars was actually developed and, and oh yeah, star Wars is real. Oh yeah. That happened. And I don't, you know, and some people say it's pointing outward, but I don't know, could be pointing inward for all we know, you know, um, Pikes missile systems. Those were in, <clears throat> they had those <clears throat> missile platforms in the great lakes. That's so weird. Okay. Um, so the big secret, the earth is flat and we're in the center of Antarctica. Is that it? No, Antarctica is the wall. It's a, you know, the sun is, I mean, the flat earth, the whole flat earth theory, I was a big hoo-ha joke to me until um, people I've known that have been to Antarctica and work in Antarctica, the suspicious things they saw in, while they were there working as scientists in Antarctica, <clears throat> I know a woman that she worked there and you're only there on limited time basis. You're only there, you know, a year. Most people are there for a year. I had um, someone on my show that yeah, can corroborate that. Yeah. And they basically, if you heard about that housewife in the 50s or 60s who tried to go across Antarctica on her own, 
uh, okay, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> How did she get down there? I, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I don't doubt she did it. She tried to go across, but they won't even let you go there. And there's so much military in Antarctica that it's unbelievable. Um, my friend said, you know, there's more military showing up there all the time than scientists and you know it was just non-stop so so what so what happened with your friend she was well, down there she, she saw military and she has this feeling that there's the secret is that's the outer wall of the situation where um because there's guard posts basically on the entire perimeter of antarctica um because what she did she was a deep core like ice um she they would sink these rods into the ice to pull up um she's a geologist so she'd pull up earth and you know study like the environmental history of antarctica and things like that and over and over again they would go somewhere and there would be troops and they would they would try to tell these people oh that's your those people are here to escort you if you have a like if there's a failure or like you know you need to be you know removed from the situation and you you know save your life basically right well <clears throat> she kept noticing that you know you get to know some of the you can't really you know the faces aren't there because everybody's covered up right right but she kept noticing that she it was everywhere they went <laughs> there was like there were troops everywhere. These guys that were military with white um, snowsuits with the black, everything, you know, had no designations other than like they'd have like X something on their, you know, some of them would have flags from different countries, but there was so much military presence there. But um, she was convinced also that her published works were pulled a lot of her publishings were not allowed because she basically documented that some of the ice there, there that antarctica was uncovered it was not covered with ice um 200 years ago hmm. like the like it was there was no ice on antarctica in like the 1700s and 1800s yeah what is going on there that's pretty weird so if there was no ice that that the back you can pull that up with that map there was a map a famous map where there was no ice and they had the exact outline of the landmass under the ice well how, that's how when some that people say the nazis have, have that underground base there well yeah she didn't know anything about that but you know i think the nazis are gone but there's a world maybe there's maybe un peacekeepers are actually you know how hard is it to get a jacket with a different logo on it <laughs> You know, you yeah. could have you. You could be anybody and have a U.S. jacket on. You know, but I, I've actually had one of those polar coats, and I'm telling you, you put that polar coat on, you cannot get in your car or your truck. You're, so, you're so, they're, so, they're, in conclusion, this uh, Antarctica thing, she says something weirds going on there. You say it's like a wall that we're contained against. Um, I mean, I had a flat earther on. I had a guy on that said, the earth is flat, and it's not flat in the way you think it is. It's still, it's not actually flat like a disc. It It's just Antarctica surrounds all of us, and there's almost like a like a dome enclosure on top of it. Yeah, yeah, I, that's it. And yeah, you see that so, image I sent you kind of, yeah, no, the further you go, the further you go out, well, here's the U S geological service uses this map, not this image. They use a map from this perspective. Why do they do that? But I mean, they say so they can show the whole world in one picture. Okay. Well, that's fine. But you know, that wall, I think there's something beyond that wall though. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But that wall is an environmental. So th there's one way to prove this once and for all. Fly over Antarctica, which is illegal. You cannot fly over Antarctica. <laughs> right. Did you know that? You will be shot down. And here's another thing about, okay, I didn't mention it earlier because we weren't talking about this. She, The other thing she told us, this is how I know about 
if you go there in your own boat with your own ice cutter, your own great, you know, glacial cutter. So they left like South America on a certain day and they got out to sea with their ship. Right. And it was like, uh, I, I don't, she didn't, I don't remember the company, but it was a hired ship, you know, and the company, it was a Russian ex Russian, like glacier cutter, you know, and they got out to sea and it broke down. They had a problem with the engine, like some of the engine, like one of the engines or whatever. They had a problem, a mechanical error. And, and then what happened was they sent a replacement ship out because all this ship was doing was taking supplies and these people, right? These scientists. You following me? Okay. Okay. And yeah. So, they move everything onto the new ship and the new ship just heads on its way to Antarctica and they get to a certain point and they were surrounded by naval ships, like military ships. Okay. And she's not, she's not a military person. So she didn't, she couldn't tell us all oh, it was destroyer, you know, Pennsylvania or whatever, you know, because mainly because these ships had no designation on them, you know, they were just gray military, you know, battleship looking things, you know, they were just ships with guns all over them, you know, and they were deep, they were stopped, you know, <clears throat> and everybody had, and there was a big uproar because that ship wasn't authorized to approach Antarctica. And I said, well, I thought everybody flew to Antarctica, <laughs> you know, I thought yeah. all the flew. She said, no, not when there's, you know, the amount of cargo, um, all the shipping cargo for the work they were doing, you know, they had trucks and, you know, like, um, you know, snow trucks, whatever they're called. And she said it was a big deal because the military was going to make them turn around because they weren't authorized because their, their ship name was wrong. Like they weren't, their ship should have had the right name on it. Like they weren't, like they weren't approved. And I said, well, why would they care if they know there's a ship coming? And she said, well, they just, they said, you know, we had to prove who we were and everything. They had to like, it was a big deal. And they were all treated like they were foreign, you know, like prisoners. But, and they were all, they all spoke English. So that was one thing. She thought it was America, but there was no, none of those ships had any designations on them. She thought that was so weird because you know, most military ships have um, their code on them, you know. But wait a minute. So why is this, again, the big secret? What What is, uh, you know, the one person on my show said that he thinks it's that, you know, if you knew this fundamental truth about the universe, then look at how much else they're lying to you about it. Then it just goes over. Um, he really came from a uh, epistemological point of view about what we know at all. Um, but, you know, okay, let's say we're in a, let's say we're in this dome bubble thing and Antarctica's around us and we can't get beyond it. Um, you know, is it... What, what what are we going to do with this knowledge? Well, no one's going to believe you anyway, and you're never going to be able to go to Antarctica to prove it. Um, if you go there and try to prove it, if you were to try to fly, they would probably shoot you down. And if you tried to go on a boat, you're not going to make it even to where you can even see Antarctica before they stop you. You know, they're listening. There's, you know, what, what are they? What, what are they hiding? What's on the right. other side? Why? What's the big, my God, they're willing to put oil pipelines across Alaska at the risk of, you know, oil spills all the time. No one cares. But yet, if you were to say, because um, what's his name? Bird, Admiral Bird went to this, he went to Antarctica and he said that there was coal. He saw a melted part beyond a certain point that you could see there are pictures of Antarctica. There's some parts that have no snow. Have you ever seen those pictures? No, no, I haven't. Yeah. She had those pictures of areas where there was no snow. And if you Google it, you'll find pictures of Antarctica without snow, some parts of it. And I said, you mean on the coast? She said, no, deeper in. 
And I said, well, then you, you're on a, you know, you're on a snow. If you're in a snow truck, how, how, how did you, have, how did that affect it? It's like, well, you, you were done. You had to stop, you know, the snow cats, um, you could go on regular ground or snow, but you know, if there's these big rocks, you couldn't go past, you know, like, and I thought that was really weird that there's parts of it that have, and Admiral Byrd said there's coal and oil all over Antarctica. He said that in interviews, black and white film, and yet we won't go get it. And, you know, there's a, the treaty from 1956 says you can't go to Antarctica with the military, that it's a military free land, but yet there's all this military. So yeah, what are they hiding? I mean, do you know I the answer? Do they tell you? Did they tell you no. in this program? No, no. But um, the fact that stuff like, you know, I would mention stuff in my life at my job and I would be told to quit talking about things, you know, stay focused on your job. I mean, I was chastised for talking about Antarctica is what really pissed me off. And uh, I was known as a conspiracy nut right off the bat and i you know i was in the job around. yeah i was told to uh but but why if everybody if that's the big secret and everybody knows it why does that make you a conspiracy nut that's what i'm not getting oh well because some people don't believe even sitting right in front of them i i bet there were people i worked with that barely believe time travel you know and they were seeing it you know but um, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, 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 we get, I'm just saying. Uh, no, no, but I mean, you, you made the point earlier in the show that everybody that worked with you knew this big secret, that you were privy to this knowledge. So my question is, how did you know? Who gave you the knowledge about the this big secret? Um, if you, yeah, if you travel... Uh, anybody that travels enough or several times, they, uh, I don't know how I can tell you. Um, I, the, I, I learned the big secret from, uh, let me move here. People, you know, people that I worked with, some people would talk about, you know, we would all talk about different topics and certain things we would, that would come up and people would be talking about something and, and we'd be shut down. So after a while, it started seeming like if I talked about, you know, uh, Bigfoot, that, that could go on for hours. You could, you know, you could sit at work and talk about Bigfoot for hours, but if you were to talk about certain topics, um, you'd be shut down. You know, you'd be, you'd call to an office and said, you know, I need you to focus on your job more than, you know, what you guys are talking about, you know? So I just, I, uh, <clears throat> when people were talking about things like, um, a confined space that we're actually in a confined space, uh, actually watch Capricorn one to, you ever heard of Capricorn one? I have not. It's a movie about how we faked it's a fictional movie it had it even had oj simpson in it as one of the astronauts it had a whole bunch of famous actors in it where it's basically the premise is they fake the mars landing you know in the future it was like faking the mars landing and if you look at it and watch it it, it ended up getting bought by hbo hbo actually owns the rights to the movie because for years it got pulled and it wouldn't nobody could see it and HBO brought it out again in the 90s, and I saw it. Well, if you talked about that kind of stuff, that you could go on for you could go on for days talking about you know um, the moon landing. But when someone brought up, I didn't come up with the idea of we're in a confined space. But someone was talking about you know time standing still. The further you go away from the Earth, it seemed so weird that that was the situation. Um, that would get shut down every time we would be talking about something to do with we're in a confined space. Somebody, I don't know who brought it up. I don't remember, but it kept coming up over and over and over again. And I'll be honest, years later, it's after I retired that 
uh, Mark Sargent, I saw his information and everything he was talking about really matched up with what people were just saying in my team back then, you know, people in that area. Because yeah. on our down, you know, we would talk about crazy stuff. And like I said, Bigfoot, Bigfoot's just a North American ape, in my opinion. But is it? I don't know. But I, I would believe that it's a North American ape. And I've always held the premise that if it was real and they just and people could shoot one and you know improve it that the lumber industry would go insane so but you know so i i do believe we're in a confined space why i believe it i i don't know i just get this feeling is there so weird is there going to be uh by, by you telling this information to the world connecting time travel to I mean, you've connected it to little. You said it's kind of a toy within this confined space. Um, but is there something you want people to take away from this knowledge? Yeah, I guess I want people to just be open-minded to things that that other theories and other... I mean, I know it's hard. You can't... We pick and choose. I pick and choose what's real and not real. I mean, I don't know if I believe in aliens, you know, but... How do I know? I mean, there's so many witnesses. So, you know, there's something definitely going on. So I want people to take away the fact that just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it's not real. Um, and then you got to see who has something to gain. I mean, I don't have a book. I don't plan on doing a book. Um, no one would publish it. I'm not going to self-publish. Nobody, you know. Um, I just want people to to maybe you look around a little more but i tell you there's so much stuff that's just out there um a lot of the quantum physics stuff is just in your face on wikipedia believe it or not and i don't mean just the stuff i'm talking about some of the stuff that people wouldn't expect to find it's literally on wikipedia um and the way it's written it's like reading an irs document for most people but i don't know it's i don't know if that answered your question or not well, I, I just want to know um, if there's going to be time travel disclosure, if by you coming forward, this is going to make people more uh, aware that the technology's out there. Um, I mean, I, I, I think it would be an amazing thing to be, you know, Andy Chago says this, I believe it too, to believe that we're possible of doing something like this um, would be, I, I think it would be an amazing, amazing thing uh, to, to, that would be human potential, wouldn't it, at some level? Yeah, that would be great if, if, if somebody could, you know, I guess if the people that are involved, if somebody could uh, somehow get information out, proof, but I don't know. I think it would be um, one of the ways to do it is someone from the future to come back and intentionally uh, appear in the right space at the right time. Like if someone popped into the Super Bowl, how are you going to dispute that? Well, they would just say it's part of the show. So I don't know. You got to find the right place to come back. And I, you know, if you were to land on late night TV and you were to pop out on the stage and start blurting things out, that's going to happen. That would be one way to do it. You know, um, is there was there ever any video shot of the machine disappearing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of video. Everything was videoed. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I know uh, by the 90s, it was they weren't digital yet. They were still using video. But by 2000, 2001, they were keeping digital video, you know, uh, just... Is know, there someone that... to bust into? Could someone bust into some uh, somewhere right now and pull out videos of this machine disappearing? I mean, they would think it's special effects, but um, I want to see it. I want to see the footage. Yeah, I mean, I really think um, if you 
I don't know if you would survive getting out, but if you were to, uh, you know, actually by 2011 jump, you know how you can take jump drives everywhere in this world right now. Yeah. At some point, um, they pulled the ability. There's ways for the, you know, the, you can block jump drives being allowed without it being, you know, having the encryption key. But if somebody could get one of those, um, shoot, iron key, iron, if someone could use an iron key to grab the data and pull it out, bring the video or, or run video back and record it to their phones. But, you know, by the time you didn't have access to your technology, you know, back then I was calling, you had to call over a landline to talk to someone. Like there were no cell phones allowed, no Blackberries, no cell phones. Um, you couldn't bring a computer in, nothing, you know, no outside technology was brought in. So I don't know if you could get an iron key somehow. And if you were at the right level to have access to, do you know what an iron key is the jump drives that the CIA has used? Right. Forever, forever. So, and I have an iron key. <laughs> All right, that is pretty weird. Why? I mean, why do you have one? Because <laughs> I've had it forever. Yeah, I've had it since since I started there. Like in in the middle of that while working there, we were all issued iron keys to carry, you know. But you couldn't take it home. It's like like All right. It would be more like if you took if you took notes. I mean, you had access to laptops and devices. You know, it wasn't like you were kept from that. But there was no out. You couldn't get out. You know what I mean? You couldn't rapid fire right so. now. Have you seen an alien at Area Fifty One? Uh, not at Area Fifty One. Really? So you've encountered an extraterrestrial? Well, I have encountered a being that I. I would say it's probably from a parallel universe. Did they did um, they bring him into the lab? Was it something no. that this was just in your life in general? In in my life out west, yeah. What um, about a flying yeah, saucer? Was, flying saucer. Um, they, they real? They are, and the ones that I I believe you know a lot of it's our back tech you know back back engineered technology I believe. Um. But, um, you know, uh, are we going to get that disclosure? Anti-gravity. Yeah, I think we'll get, I think we'll get, I don't think we'll ever get teleportation, you know, that we've heard is out there. I don't think that's, um, you know, well, actually, uh, by 2028, if what I say is, is true, then space travel will allow you to go, you would basically be able to teleport. Now, I'll have to think about that, but I, I would think you could almost teleport something if you teleported it to a different time in the same day, if you time travel the same day. Um, if I you could we'll say something right now to the people in charge of the project with regard to disclosure, what would you want them to do? If, if they, if you, if they said, you know what, layman, you were part of this project, you, you experienced this, we trust your judgment, you've seen the technology, um, you know that this could really change the world, tell us, what should we do with all of it? What would you tell them? Well, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to share, I think it would be a good idea to share it with the world. Um, to the people of the world um, and then you know but I think you're going to have to keep the government um, those who are not involved you'd have to fight to keep them from screwing up the past or something so uh, I would say it's time to share that we have this technology but um, I don't know maybe it's like showing people candy in a candy window in this window and saying you can't have any candy but here it is what about so, John Titer? Do you know about John Titer at all? That whole thing, internet, no, early two thousand. I don't think any of that's true. I think that was made up by the 
Yeah. No, I mean, I know all about it, but I think it was made up by a, a fictional writer. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? like someone that was real creative. What is but that? We talked about Titer. <laughs> we talked about him in, in the command center and no one stopped us. So that's why I think it's not real. Yeah. If it were real, I think they would have told us to shut up and get back to work. You know, if everybody does right, find out, <laughs> well, look, if we're, if everybody finds out that we're in the dome, that um uh, what what does that do i mean can we push up against it um you know if the world believes it that we've been entrapped in this space and and we're the subject of some alien overlords um what what choice do we have to fight back do we have any no i don't think so i i think they way beyond us on everything every level and that could be the people that could be the answer to your aliens if if they have the ability to encompass this size of space which is like the surface of the earth inside a mechanical device you know what i mean then who's to say they don't have uh, little space you know quote-unquote spaceships you know that they can um just come down and do experiments on people or take people away i i don't understand what the purpose of it is why don't they just breed their own group of humans and do all the experimenting they want but then it goes back to the people that you said like you said maybe we have something special that is nowhere else in the universe maybe we can do things with our minds or um i don't know and why why do they do what they're doing and what would be the point of having us in a confined space for so long. I mean, that's what I want to know. I mean, is is time, but here's the thing. Time is only on this planet. As far as what I've heard, you know, what I've seen that the further you get away, time doesn't exist. So maybe these, whatever these beings are, maybe they're the ones that gave us time. That is very interesting. Um, Wow. You've covered so much. Yeah. I'm very grateful. Tell us the truth right now. Were you, everything you said today, is it the truth? Oh, yeah, it's the truth. This is it. Yeah, on your grave, if someone were to say, hey, Layman Wesla, you went on this guy's show, you talked for a long time, that wasn't science fiction, you've seen it, time travel's real. Oh, yeah, time travel's real. It's, and it's... The stories of people, just some of the things, the, and you got to realize they brought back their, the photos, you know, these travelers didn't just go and use their, their eyes to see these things. They, they came back with photos and I don't know if they came back with video, but you wouldn't believe some of the photos. Um, What's one thing you saw that amazed you? Did you see, did they go to the crucifixion? Did you see anything like that or what, or what, what oh, did they get? No, no, I didn't see that. But um, if they did do that, then they didn't, I didn't hear about that because it might've been one of the, I think anything of major relevance, um, you wouldn't want to tell people like, think about if you tell people that we just came back, this guy, well, I never saw anybody dressed um, well, I did see, yeah, I guess if you go to Egypt, um, I'm no expert on clothing and styles of the, that time period, but I guess any of the people that went back to Egypt could have been going to, uh, the time of the crucifixion. Um, but what did you see? What did, what did you, what were you privy to? What's what some of the images that you saw? Oh, I, <laughs> um, just, uh, it's just so much. Let me think of one that would be. I mean, oh, okay, I got one. Well, like different. Uh, you know, a lot of it too. It's weird. They go back and take pictures of buildings and different places, and uh, you know, you would see images. There, a lot of them are out there already. There, a lot of them have made it out to the world. They're on Google. Tell me um, an image right now that we can look at that came from a time traveler. 
um, the picture of Kennedy. Um, it's the, right after Kennedy was shot, Mrs. Kennedy was crawling back. To, she was leaving to get the Secret Service guys up there. She was crawling like behind onto the back of the car. Yeah. And Kennedy's to the left of her, but she is crawling. You get it's a picture of her posterior that came from an angle from it came it came from a um it came from like a um a zoom a zoom of someone inside the plaza area and the amount of zoom that you would have unless you were right there on the sidewalk which they didn't let you be right there on the sidewalk with a really high definition camera of course because a high definition camera didn't exist for people that had just like little hand you know little hand cameras you know what i mean so that picture you can find it's it's they said it never got really released because it was embarrassing that's what the you know when it got out on google and it was out there people were like oh that's why we've never seen it before because people are like we've never seen this picture and then the follow-up to that is the picture the last picture of him about to get in the car to go i have both of those pictures somewhere was kennedy about to reveal flat earth no, but I think he was going to reveal the fact that that he didn't believe that we were going to make it to the moon because all the stuff that kept blowing up and stuff. Very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, he made the speech that we were going to go to the moon, and then I think he, he learned that um, – well, I think they killed him because they wanted to go to Vietnam. All the military-industrial complex wanted to kill him to sell weapons and they knew Johnson would everybody knows Johnson was going to allow them to ramp up into what I think most wars are fake because if if all these countries can work together on time travel you can't tell me they're not working together that some of these wars are fake I mean Kazakhstan is having an uprising you would think Kazakhstan you would think Soviet Union or Russia I mean would be happy and help the people overthrow so that they can maybe manipulate the new government coming in but instead they're sending their own troops in seems suspicious would but you if right now you were offered the chance to time travel and still have your family would you take it oh yeah if i could keep my family yeah wow no doubt yeah i just dreamt about it last night so yeah i would our dreams are our dreams real I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I, I'm, I'm looking for more intel here because um, you seem to have a lot. I mean, I, I, I'm also curious about COVID and, and when we're going to get out of this. If you know anything about that, did they tell you about the situation with the global pandemic at all? <laughs> um, well, it's funny. The people that are anti, the people that are afraid the people that are saying it's fake are the ones that are dying. You know, they're the ones that don't take the vaccine. So right. if there's a conspiracy, I would be thinking, oh, these people are trying to kill us by, it's like reverse psychology. They're trying to kill us by saying things to make us not do the, you know, because I've had my vaccine, my family has. And, and so it's kind of weird that people that are dying are the people that do didn't get it that are so against it and i'm like how many people have to die before you believe it's true i mean don't people know people that died from it i don't know it's weird so i would say it's never going to end until all the people that refuse to take the shots pretty much die off i hate to say it oh my but, uh, gosh that's kind of <laughs> that's a dark note to end on um yeah i just don't think they're because that's that's all about the belief thing that's why i think if you tell people about time travel many of them aren't going to believe it even if you take them there i just don't think they'll believe it yeah so weird my gosh well look yeah. layman wesla Yes. This, I believe this will be the first of many conversations. Uh, my gosh, this might be a four-part all-week uh, episode series when this comes out because it was just so much here. Um, but 
yeah, look, if one day you're 100 years old, if someone comes up to you, recognizes your voice, and you're 100 years old and you're doing fine, can we nudge you a little bit? Sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, uh, I'll tell you the name. Maybe I'll, I'll think about telling you the name of the project, and maybe all your people can go to elderly people and say, <laughs> looking <laughs> That's glass. great. I don't have a looking glass. What the hell are you talking about? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me think about it, though. Yeah, it sounds great. Oh, my gosh. Layman Westlaw, thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, my brain is absolutely boggled. You opened up a lot of loops. You opened up a lot of doors, portals, uh, all kinds of things in my head. So uh, always appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming on again. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Layman Westlaw. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, how weird was it? I said we might need to do a four-part series. And then we did. Am I part of a secret time travel program? I'll do a six-part series on that soon. I want to thank Ronnie McGilvery for the theme music. I want to thank you for listening and sharing this content if it made a difference in your life. I very much appreciate it. I appreciate you. We have a lot more out of this dome stuff coming soon. Take care.